Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studio in Gwinnett, it's time for Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by Computer Design and Integration. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Silver Lining in the Cloud. I'm your host, Nicole Toptosh, along with my co-host, Dominic Rainey. You know, Dom, Wednesdays are officially my favorite day of the week because it's always showtime. How are you doing this morning? You look pretty spiffy in your really nice colored shirt. I know. It's in between. It's, uh, I don't know if it's pink or red, but it, uh, this, this, uh, having, a, having a show with uh, all women has really set me back a few dollars. <laughs> I, think I, I, I went out and had my hair done. You know, I, I bought a new shirt. I bought some new cologne, the whole nine yards. And mm-hmm. So I'm, you know, set me back a few dollars. But that's good. We've got great people here. We certainly do. We have a panel of women today who are definitely leaders in your industry. Let's welcome to the show Greta Karens with SCI. Next, we have Cindy Southwell with AFR Furniture Rentals. And we also have the pleasure of speaking with Lisa Kennedy from the Bobby Dodd Institute. Thank you all for being on the show. Greta, why don't you kick it off and get us started and tell us about, <clears throat> excuse me, your role and uh, what do you do? Okay, I am with SCI Companies, and um, we are an HR solution provider for companies of all sizes. Um, We're located in Lawrenceville, um, and we've been around for over 28 years as Uh a a privately held company. I am the director of operations for SCI Companies in our Atlanta office, um, and I've served in numerous capacities within the organization from Um, an HR consultant in the field to director of training and development and in charge of HR for the company. Okay, you mentioned that you uh, service companies from small to mid-sized to large companies. Uh, Why would a company consider using SCI? Um, Basically, a company might consider using SCI due to the fact that um, they're very focused on their business goals. And most companies' business goals are um, include what's core to them, whatever is very specific to their industry or to their service that they're providing. Um, HR is not necessarily a core area of expertise within most organizations, um, and yet it is exceedingly more complex um, with changing laws and um, liabilities and compliance issues. Um, so, so many of the, the companies find themselves... Um, not knowing what they don't know regarding HR. And so it makes better business sense for them to rely upon experts rather than um, try to fulfill that obligation themselves. So they'll outsource um, various components of the business to SCI companies. Okay, and you're certainly right. There has been a lot of changes in the laws, especially with health care reform. Absolutely. But tell us, what is one of the biggest challenges facing CEOs today? Well, it's, it's mostly from us. What keeps them awake at night is how to engage their employees mm-hmm. and ensure that their human capital, which is their biz- biggest spend in any organization, is your, your people are producing and the, the top performer. So they become an asset rather than a liability to them. Right. And that's basically what we can do is um, look at their elements around surrounding HR and their human capital 
um, from the way that they hire someone to the way that um, they develop that person to the services that they provide that person to help retain that person, um, and then all the administrative functions such as the workers' compensation, the benefits, the payroll, and all of those elements of performance so that organizations really do get the most bang for their buck, and the more engaged an employee is, the better performer they are, and that that feeds your bottom line. Right. And you spoke about human capital. How does SCI help companies leverage their human capital for optimum performance? Well, um, as I was saying before, most of organizations, they uh, approach – this as a necessary almost evil rather than really leveraging strength um, in trying to create optimal performance from their employees. Um, Sometimes they haven't hired for the correct positions or positions have changed within the organization. Um, They require new job descriptions, new training, um, and to get the most from employees, keeping them engaged, keeping them motivated, Everything that you do within your organization, from your policies and procedures to the benefits, to the pay, to just the way that they get their questions answered, to onboarding them, and so on and so forth, really have an impact on the engagement of the employee. The more the employee feels comfortable, the more the employee understands how what they do contributes to the overall goals of the business, the more engaged they're going to be, the more motivated they are. And that's really what we help clients do is really take a look at their entire processes surrounding their human capital and ensure that they are really optimizing everything to get the most from their employees. Right, and feeling like they're value added. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Greta, the, that industry is pretty competitive, I presume, right? Absolutely. A lot of companies <laughs> out there, right? A lot of companies out there. It's just as competitive as just about, you know, any industry. So, you know. Uh, and it's how- it's emerging, too. So, I mean, the more complex HR gets, the more companies are like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> so how, how does a com- what does a company look at? How do they choose a good fit for them? Well, I think you really have to – to have an understanding of where you are in your life cycle because all businesses go through a life cycle. And if you are starting off um, and you need structure and you need everything from the ground floor up, rather than trying to hire expertise to do every single bit of that, um, outsource it so that you get the advantage of the competitive um, opportunities that are out there as well as efficiencies um, there's there's ways that you want to look at, uh, do I have the efficient technology to back up all of my human capital administration? Some companies don't have that, so they'll look for that. So you have to kind of know where a company is in their life cycle. Um, the beauty of SCI companies is we can deal with companies throughout their entire life cycle. The growth, um, the upswing, even when they are downsizing because there's a lot of laws and impact when you are downsizing and letting people go. So, you know, you can look at things, and as you grow and you change and laws change, ensuring that you have the policies in place. But it's all about just your comfort, the credibility, and the service and reputations that companies have that really helps them define why they might, you know, want to look at an SCI company as compared to someone else. 
Greta, there's a lot of moving parts in a company. I mean, it's a lot to it. Uh, what Definitely. are some of the specific ways uh, that you can uh, help a company with your HR, with their HR needs? Well, we can do every aspect of HR from just consulting to administering and actually manage all the HR functions. Um, we can send people out to help them with an investigation. We can do an HR audit to show where they have vulnerabilities. We can basically do um, their payroll for them or allow give them technology that allows them to integrate all their employee information so it's at their fingertips. It's, it's a cloud-based technology. So we can do every single aspect of the HR management surrounding human capital. And why, why, is a, why is a fully integrated uh, human resource information system critical to the management of, a human, of human capital? Well, it, this is my own personal perspective and what I've seen from over 20 years in the business is the more you have manual processes in place, the more likely you have errors and omissions in dealing with all the data that you have to have on an employer or an employee. Um, managing that, backing it up. People don't realize, you know, having a file cabinet that's locked, you know, is a great way, <laughs> but that's not necessarily a disaster recovery program that you have in place. So having all of those elements in place is absolutely critical. And a fully integrated human resource information system allows you to input data in one place that spreads to all of the different locations. So if you are making a change in the payroll, it's going to be there in the history. It also captures who the individual is that input that data when it was input. Um, so you've got history marks in place. So you have a tracking because um, what, you've, what we've all learned about human resources is if it's not documented, it didn't happen. And so if you have a lot of information that people are manually manipulating, you do have the potential for errors. You have the potential for omissions. When you try to gather all that information and consolidate it, sometimes things get left out. So a fully integrated system allows you to capture everything timely, accurately. It allows for backup and ease. Of, of informational flow, and then individuals, especially nowadays, um, with the cloud and web-based technology, employees have access to their own data, which is absolutely critical so that they can be independent. If they need, if they need to go out and purchase a car and they need their last six pay stubs, they can go online, print it out, and they have it right there. They don't have to wait to get it from someone. They have that sense of independence. So that's that's the beauty of a fully integrated system. Okay, great. Let's get a little insight. How does a company know if they have vulnerabilities in the in HR? Well, sometimes they already know <laughs> because they've had an EEOC charge or they have um, a charge where someone um, they have workplace issues. People are complaining. They're having extreme turnover. Um, they're having a hard time recruiting, but sometimes they don't know what they don't know. So we can conduct um, a thorough HR audit and identify their strengths, um, the processes that may need improving. Maybe they have outdated policies. Maybe they have outdated forms. Um, we just bring everything to light by asking questions, really evaluating all their documentation and processes in place, and then give them 
um, best practice recommendations that are aligned with the law so that they can discover where they have um, some vulnerabilities. Great. Give us an example of a situation where CSI, SCI, I did it too. There you go. It's <laughs> oh, that, it's I love CSI. Show. I love CSI, TV. so it's all good. SCI, everyone, <laughs> has made a difference for a company. What's, give us a situation. Um, one particular situation is one of the clients that um, I service out of the Atlanta office, and they have um, multiple site work sites with multiple um, su- supervisors in multiple states and because we capture data and it's readily available to us we were able to analyze their turnover Um, they were having a lot of turnover um, and it was really affecting their unemployment rate in these particular states so we delve into the, the information that we had and we determined that there were two particular supervisors um that were where we could identify as having the most challenges and the most turnover. So in evaluating that, what we determined was that um, they were not trained, they were excellent at their jobs, and they were promoted to supervisory positions without proper training. So they didn't have proper documentation skills. They really weren't coaching and mentoring in the capacity that allowed individuals to perform their job with the ultimate um, level of ability. Mm -hmm. Um, And therefore, um, we brought the the two supervisors in. We went through supervisor training, gave them an awareness of the I guess the business impact of the turnover, which they had no reason why they were being asked to do some of the things that they were doing. So learning why gives them an, an upset or an upstart right then and there to help them understand how this is tied to the business. Then we trained them. Then we taught them proper documentation. They practiced. Um, and before they could terminate someone or as they were doing performance reviews, they contacted us. We looked at their documentation, gave them further recommendations. So it was um, guided practice in all of that. And therefore, we found that one supervisor was exceptional, and this was all that that person needed. And that person began to really grasp the concepts and did an excellent job. The other individual turned out to be a poor performer in the supervisory position, and even with all the training that was offered, could not get to the next level. So they, therefore, had to redesign a job for that individual Mm -hmm. as well. But what we did is help a company eliminate a huge challenge that they had, and by doing that, they instilled proper training for anyone who was identified as potential for management positions. Greta, I'm getting the feeling that running a company by the seat of your pants just doesn't work anymore. Uh, you can do it, but you do have some vulnerabilities when you do that sort of thing. So I think I think if you really don't have a core expertise in HR and you really don't want to pay for it on an ongoing basis, because even if you hire someone within your organization – with the way things are changing, you definitely have to provide that individual with additional training and, you know, that or that person's going to have to do research and backup and everything. So having a, a company that focuses specifically on HR with expertise in all of those areas um, really helps you get the most. Um, yes, you're going to pay for it, but you're going to pay for it regardless. And 
working in a better capacity where you have less vulnerabilities, um, it's a proactive initiative rather than exposing yourself and trying to uh, do damage control after the damage has already been done. Right. You guys are certainly making a difference. Mm. We've been talking today with Greta Karens with SCI. Greta, how do you guys go about finding potential clients? Well, a lot of times our clients refer us Mm -hmm. to clients because they have had so much help in specific areas that they they have vendors and individuals that they work with that they could see, you know, we would be a good solution for. Mm -hmm. Um, We also, you know, basically look for businesses who are starting off or um, venture capitalists who are trying to create a structure around their businesses. Um, And then we also work with some agencies that um, have, you know, been out there for a while that help us identify potential um, prospects. And then from there, it's all about defining whether or not we're a business solution and Mm -hmm. what type of solution. So, you know, we we don't have one size fits all. We really try to define the solutions based upon the needs. But we also look at, because we are, um, we can manage the entire life cycle of the client. As the client changes, they don't have to go look elsewhere. We can bring in additional resources or withdraw resources Mm -hmm. depending upon their life cycle. Right. Mm -hmm. 20 years in the business, what are you enjoying the most about what you do? I love seeing the changes within organizations when they really have put great programs in place. Their people are happy. They're performing. um, They've got good benefits. Um, you know, it, it, it just enhances the work culture and um, learning about other industries. So helping other people and learning on an ongoing basis because in HR, it's adult education every day. <laughs> so, but it's a lot of fun. All right. Thank you very much, You're Greta, welcome. for being on the show today. Next in our broadcast is Cindy Southwell. Good morning, Cindy. How are you? Good morning. You? Great. Thank you. That's good. Cindy, give us some background about AFR Furniture Rental and what you do there. Okay. AFR Furniture Rental started in Atlanta uh, two years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, We are actually headquartered in Pensacola, New Jersey. But two years ago, events started here in Atlanta, and it grew very quickly and so then there was the opportunity for AFR to purchase the office division of Aaron's. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so they did. And that was in September of last year, which was very successful um, tra- transitioning from Aaron's to AFR. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we brought on trade show and then residential. So we grew so rapidly that we moved into a new facility, a 30,000-square-foot facility, and we've already almost outgrown that. Wow. So we, um, we're being very successful here. We're in 16 locations mm-hmm. across the United States. And so that also is important because if there's a customer, say, in New, uh, in New York, and they want to open a branch office in Georgia, we can handle that. Mm-hmm. My counterpart in New York and I work together to make sure that that uh, goes smoothly for them. It also could be that there's a, a company headquartered here in Georgia that needs um, a facility in Miami. 
we can do that. Okay. And we do. (laughs) (laughs) And what division uh, within AFR do you represent? Office furniture. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what other services does AFR provide? Uh, Event furnishings. And so an example of event would be um, the Masters in Augusta. We did the Masters. Mm -hmm. It could be a bar mitzvah. It could Mm -hmm. be a wedding. It's normally an event that's going to last three or four days. Right. Mm -hmm. And then we have a trade show and we have residential. Um, One of the fun things about the office furniture division is uh, the production mm-hmm. that are going on production filming industry that's coming to Georgia. Yes, it's been we a lot of We support them. It's been great. Great, great. And talk about a, a situation where AFR has made a difference for a company. Okay. Over the last three months, uh, we worked kind of joint venture with Jones Lang LaSalle. And we um, helped a law firm, a local law firm that was taking up several stories of a Uh, building Mm -hmm. they had been in the building for 10 years so it was time to upgrade their carpet their flooring their furniture they had beautiful antiques well Mm -hmm. they were not going to buy new furniture when they had beautiful antiques but they needed to keep the lawyers billable so we were able to provide a swing space for those lawyers a, a space within the building that they could be rotate them in and out of while their furniture was being refinished, their antiques, um, their floors were being refinished, their walls were being finished. And so it was seamless. It was a wonderful project. Cindy, I, I'm thinking about that furniture uh, in the, uh, you know, for the, for the film industry. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, do you guys mm-hmm. do that breakable furniture? <laughs> breakable <laughs> furniture. Actually, there's two parts to working with the um, production filming industry. One is their production offices. The production offices um, are where they're going to be actually working, and it could be a six-month office where you have everyone from costumes to special effects to the executive producers. They're all working in there. Um, Even the accounting uh, is done there, so they need lots of files, desks, conference rooms. Um, And then the other part are the sets. And that's where we might get a call from um, Drop Dead Diva or um, Walking Dead. And they need furniture for a set, which might be a couple of days. It might be a couple of weeks. So are you my hookup for special previews before (laughs) these things come out? No, not at all. They keep all this very private. And um, so normally I'm just in there and out very quickly. Cindy, what makes uh, AFR Furniture Rental unique? Well, one of the things is uh, we provide the the divisions that I mentioned before, all those divisions here in Atlanta. Um, and we deliver seven days. Seven, seven days, days a week? Seven days a week. Um, the other thing is that we have product that is specialized for the healthcare industry. And that's a unique thing that we have that other our competition doesn't have. Well, give us a situation where AFR uh, made a difference, a big difference for a company. Uh, let's see another situation. Um, oh, there was a, um, a clinic in Gwinnett 
that was bombed. And they had to set up. Uh, so it was disaster recovery. They had to find another location and get their operation up and working again quickly. And so we provided the furniture so that they could see, continue seeing patients. Excellent. We're, we're listening to Cindy Southwell with AFR Furniture Rental. Rental, Cindy, what is a good prospect for AFR Rental? Any company that's going through transition, uh, it could be a business divorce. I'll give you an example. There was a law firm that uh, the lawyers were not getting along. I don't know why. But one got to keep the furniture and the other one had to get out. It's kind of like a personal divorce, but it's a business divorce. When that happens, one gets to keep the furniture, and so the other one's out, but they have to continue seeing their uh, clients and uh, keep those billable hours going. Well, uh, how they did that was they, they, they talked to us. We were able to get them furniture within two days. And, you know, with law firms, there's always litigation. So they needed to have it. They kept the furniture for about a year because they had to go through figuring out how their assets were going to be divided. So it took a long time. Wow, that's amazing. How do you go about finding a potential prospect outside well, of the show? The radio show. <laughs> outside the show. Um, let's see. I'm a member of uh, Georgia Production Partners. I'm a member of Gwinnett Chamber, Metro Chamber. Um, let's see, Clarity, which is a B&I group, um, Gwinnett Strategic Partners, and my business partners, my, my most valuable connections would be the contract furniture dealers in town, such as Corporate Environments, DeKalb Office, CWC, Franklin Delk, with his, which is an 8A. We are also on government contract, so we are considered a, a certified small business. So we do quite a bit of business with government agencies. You're very busy. You cover a lot of turf. Mm -hmm. Tell me, uh, Cindy, what do you do uh, at the AFR Furniture Rental? What do you specifically do for them? Day to day. Um, I help people figure out uh, whether they need to buy, rent, or purchase used furniture, which would be best for them. And so we look at their situation uh, financially, uh, uh, logistically, and figure out a solution for them. We help them go through transition. Excellent. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, brought to you by CDI Managed Services. Cindy, tell us how can our listeners reach out to you to learn more about what you do and what you can provide for them? Oh, okay. Well, they can go to our website, rentfurniture.com, or they can call me at 404-401-8900 or email me at csouthwell at rentfurniture.com. Great, great. And you've been in the industry for quite some time. What do you enjoy the most about what you're doing? I enjoy the diversity. Um, I never know who's going to call me. Um, I meet different clients from different um, 
profession professions um, every day. Mm-hmm. I never know what's going to come up next. Right, so it's very right. exciting. Thank you so much, Cindy. Next up, we have Lisa Kennedy. Good morning, Lisa. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Great. Thanks for joining us, uh, representing the Bobby Dodd Institute. Can you talk to us about what you do there? And uh... Well, sure. Our, at Bobby Dodd Institute, our mission is to empower people with disabilities, and we do that by helping people with disabilities and disadvantages get good jobs, succeed in those jobs, and gain financial self-sufficiency. And we do that by um, providing, first and foremost, uh, excellent job training to equip people with the skills they need to be successful. And then we help connect people with community employers. And then we also work with employers to help recruit the staff that they need to make their businesses successful. And can you talk about uh, Bobby Dodd's uh, mission as well as their purpose? Well, our mission is to empower people with disabilities so that they can gain financial self-sufficiency and participate fully in the community. And how are you helping, you know, specifically those people that have the disabilities and the disadvantages to be successful, to succeed? Well, when someone comes to Bobby Dodd, if they have never worked before, which um, is the case for about 80% of the people that we serve, they've never worked before, mm-hmm. um, they... Um, First, we assess their skills and help them identify what they're good at, what they'd like to do. And then we um, we uh, help them with what's called work adjustment training, where we help them learn how to be employees. If you've never worked before, you really don't know the fundamentals, that mm-hmm. you come to work at a certain time, you take breaks at a certain time, how to get along with the people you're working with, right. and how to accept feedback on your work, which can be hard for everybody, but particularly if you've never experienced exactly. it before. And then once that phase is complete, people enter a specialized job training based on what they're good at and what they'd like to do. And that can include um, training in uh, janitorial skills, Mm -hmm. landscaping, call centers, administrative services, uh, mail rooms, really um, tailored to the demands in the job market and also um, critically Bobby Dodd Institute runs businesses where we employ people with disabilities, so much of our job training is geared towards helping people get jobs in our businesses or with community employers. Right. You mentioned uh, uh, folks who have disabilities. Who else do you serve? Well, we serve people with all types of disabilities, any sort of barrier to being successful in the workforce or entering the workforce. And that can include people with physical disabilities, cognitive or developmental disabilities, or chronic illness that prevents some people may not have the stamina to work a full week or a full work day every day, but they need to be in the workforce, um, not just for financial needs, but um, but for the pride and dignity that comes with having a job. So that is, that's a key part of, of the work that we do. Okay. We're speaking today with Lisa Kennedy from the Bobby Dodd Institute. Lisa, what types of job training do you do uh, offer people with disabilities? Well, we um, offer people job training that's geared towards getting them a job. Um, so 
jobs that are in demand in the community. Um, we offer specialized training in janitorial and landscaping. Call centers are a huge opportunity right now because so many call centers are being insourced back into the United States. So we're, we work with a lot of companies to operate. Bobby Dodd Institute operates call centers for companies, and we also connect um, people with jobs with other employers in the community. Um, and we, op we operate a very successful um, janitorial business at Bobby Dodd Institute. So you actually create jobs. Oh, we do. We employ, um, I believe right now, more than 300 people in our own businesses, people with disabilities in our own businesses. And we, we are a mission-based business. We're a nonprofit organization, and we, but our businesses do generate revenue that supports our programs and profits are reinvested in our mission to create more jobs. But for, with a, with a for-profit business, profits are returned to stake, to shareholders or investors. With a nonprofit, our, um, our investments are returned to our programs and to create more jobs. You could help our federal government create some jobs. <laughs> well, we do work with the federal government to Excellent. operate um, contracts. For example, we run the switchboard at the VA on Claremont Road, and that creates great jobs for people with disabilities. We run the 911 call center at Fort Benning. So we, um, we do... We do work with the federal government quite a bit. The federal government has an Ability One program that sets aside jobs for people with disabilities, and that's a, a huge benefit to the community. What ways are BDI helping uh, companies, local companies? Well, we help companies recruit great employees whose skills match the employer's needs. And we consistently have a 90% or higher job retention rate for people that we connect with jobs. And our... Um, we work with companies um, to help them recruit particular um, people with particular skills and with the, the, the attitudes that they need to create their own uh, culture. Many of our uh, partners really t talk to us about how um, engaging with Bobby Dodd has really strengthened their own organizational culture. So are there other ways that businesses benefit from partnering with BDI? Well, um, anyone whose office is not as clean as they would like it to be can hire us and we can help with that with our janitorial business. Um, if you have a call center that you would like to have, have us operate, we can do that. We'll offer great services, save you money, and you'll also enjoy the satisfaction of knowing that you're creating social value, helping people gain self-sufficiency, earn, earn their own incomes, become taxpayers. A lot of personal reward in this business. Uh, we love it. We love uh, helping people get jobs and be successful, and we love helping companies be more successful. Very good. Lisa, what's new at uh, BDI in terms of programs and services? Anything new on the horizons? Well, we um, recently honored AT&T as our Employer of the Year for 2012. They um, worked with us to um, employ veterans and veterans with disabilities. They... Um, had a call center that they um, wanted to recruit veterans to staff. And so we helped them recruit veterans and um, provide the training that they needed and then to operate a call center that has already created 32 jobs for veterans and veterans with disabilities. And we operate that um, for AT&T and uh, we honored them for their commitment to creating jobs for people with disabilities and, and really um, just sharing our values and, and our work together. Mm -hmm. Dom spoke about the rewards that come from 
uh, being in this industry. What's been the most rewarding thing for you? Well, I think the most rewarding thing is seeing people develop and to get the pride that comes as they gain job skills and the thrill of having a job. And then the way that people's sense of possibilities and their sense of purpose and dignity changes as they become more successful in their jobs. And they really think of themselves differently. They think about their future differently, their family. It's, re it's really thrilling to see mm -hmm. how meaningful employment is for people just beyond the basics of of income, just how much it means to your life and your sense of purpose. Right. Transitioning is never easy, but when you're uh, helping them make that transition and make a difference in your life, it certainly does have its benefits and rewards. And how can our listeners reach out to you, Lisa, to learn more about uh, the Bobby Dot Institute and how they can benefit from the services that you guys are providing? Well, you can uh, find us at our website, which is bobbydodd.org. Uh, or you can find us on Facebook or Twitter, of course. And um, you can email me at lisa.kennedy at bobbydodd.org for more information. Great, great. Thank you very Thank much, you. Lisa, for being on the show this morning. And Greta, I neglected to ask you how our listeners could reach out to you to learn uh, much more about SCI and all that you provide and how they can benefit. Well, basically, <clears throat> excuse me, they can... Um, Visit our website at www.sicompanies.com. Um, they can email me at gcairns at sicompanies.com. And we're also on Twitter, um, and we have an HR blog that we have out all the time as well. So any of those options are available, um, and if they need to call me, you know, they can look up the www.sicompanies.com um, and look for the Atlanta organization. And um, my phone number is listed there as well. Great, great. Ladies, thank you all so much for being on this show. You've been listening to Silver Lining in the Cloud, where we talk business to business. Thank you again to our guest today, Greta Cairns with CSI, Cindy Southwell with AFR Furniture Rental, and Lisa Kennedy from the Bobby Dodd Institute. We appreciate you for being on the show. I'm Nicole Toptosh, along with my co-host, Dominic Rainey, with CDI Managed Services, where we work with companies to maximize their investment in IT infrastructure and cloud solutions and support. To listen to this show and other Silver Lining in the Cloud broadcasts, go to silverlining.businessradiox.com. And until next time... Remember, when it comes to IT solutions and cloud support, CDI Managed Services is your silver lining in the cloud.